of my 70 stories, this one, Letters from the Forum, 1950 through 2021, is my most important. It is a writing of my grandfather, a dry land East Texas farmer, and the letters he wrote to his kids and how they influence my life even now. Letters from the Farm. My grandfather walked away from his farm tractor each Friday afternoon. He would make his way to a wooden cabin near to the barn. In the cabin, a metal frame bed for overflow grandkids, file cabinet, wood stove, pine desk, and a folding chair borrowed long ago from the Cemetery Association. A red Underwood old-style typewriter set on the pine desk. My grandfather would put one sheet and two carbons into the Underwood roller. With two fingers stiff from repairing too many tractors, he would peck out his one-page Friday letter from the forum to the three kids all living far enough away, each with their own family, not to return to milking rows of corn or the spring birthing of calves. The red underwood was a presence for all of my youth, still on the desk, awaiting the next Friday letter on the day that he died. His letter from the farm would arrive in Fort Worth on Tuesday or Wednesday. Even at six or seven, I looked forward to a reading of rain, drought, the selling of a litter of pigs, the health of a neighbor, or if the sun would warm and grow his watermelons. His weekly letter recorded what it was to be on your own, a dryland farmer, all typed with two fingers by a humble grandfather long before email, Facebook, or Twitter. Decades later, I am an executive director of a community agency in Amarillo. I was searching for a new way of communicating with my board of director members between our monthly meetings. I thought of the idea of a one-page letter updating the members about the weekly program in business of the agency. This might work. This might be a really good idea. In 1996, not everyone wanted or had email. What I called my Monday letter was slow-mailed with a stamp each Friday. The board members thought I was brilliant. I did too. The Monday letter shifted with the times from slow-mail and stamps to faxing to email attachment. And with the growth of the Internet, I became, over time, less brilliant. But still, I continued. I did the writing of the weekly letters, whether appreciated or read by others or not. At monthly board meetings, I answered questions and clarified Monday letter updates, rather than motor-mouthing my way through the hour, as most executive directors would do. Santa Fe, 2014. It was not until I moved to Santa Fe that I began to develop my ability to tell stories on the printed page. It was while editing an earlier grandfather's story that the heritage of his Friday letter came to me suddenly 
hard. Stunned, I had never made the link, this collection of how I got to be me. Did my inspiration for my Monday letter begin with a dry land East Texas farmer and his red manual underwood typewriter, keyboarding out his one-pager of long ago to kids on a Friday afternoon? Can a childhood memory so long ago, buried somewhere in my being, birth itself again, decades later, from the dirt, crops, and tractors? Fort Worth, April 2020. After delightful years in Santa Fe, we made the decision to return to our hometown of Fort Worth. Friends near and far wanted to know of our brave return, both the good and the bad. I fell back to what I knew best, a one-pager to be sent by email each Sunday. I updated the name to Roy's Sunday Letter. Musings, maybe an insight or a quote, or maybe a prayer to close. The Sunday letter goes to about 50 near and far since April 2020. It was his way, who he was. His way had become my way. And no, not one of his three kids saved even one of his treasured letters from the farm.